Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Welcome this week to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. It is a new year. Happy New Year. I'm excited to get started on digging into all of the challenging things that you are looking to dig into in this year 2022. So we had the best of episodes over the last two weeks and I talked a little bit in the 100th episode about some of the things that were to come on the podcast and we're going to really start the new year by digging more into those big things that maybe you want to solve for yourself, learn more about and get more information on. So we've got a number of great episodes to come that I talked about, uh, learning about pain management, learning about kind of the more nutrition-focused ways that we can uh, approach Panda's Pans as well to complement some of the other treatments. But then we're also going to learn more about autism and inner child work. And so that's what we're going to focus on today. We've talked a little bit on the podcast about both autism and trauma healing, but there is certainly a lot more that we can learn on these topics. So I'm really happy today to welcome Mishka Seibert. She's an inner child coach and healer and also founder of Happy Autism. Her brother has autism and is a big inspiration in her work in the autism space. She also focuses in her healing on trauma-informed coaching that really helps moms in order to bring their best selves forward and in getting to the root of problems that they might have in terms of childhood trauma. So we get into understanding more about these topics and some of the tools that she uses and recommends in her work. I really enjoyed talking to Mishka. She was so refreshing. She has such an energy and, you know, as someone who's younger than I am, I was just like really inspired by uh, the good work that she wants to do. It, It was honestly a great refreshing conversation. And I think you're going to feel that way when you listen to it as well. So enjoy this conversation with Mishka Seibert. Do you love the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast? Well, first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, if you love the podcast and you want more and more to keep coming, I would love your support through Kofi.com. Kofi.com is a way that you can put a little money towards your favorite podcast. It can be as little as a few dollars, one time, bunch of times, whatever you feel that you can give. And it helps to cover all the costs that go associated with podcasting. So if you would like to support this podcast, please consider donating through Kofi.com. You can find the link in my Instagram feed under Linktree. It's at Sarah Lady Gluten, or you can visit Kofi, K-O hyphen fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. I appreciate your support, whether you can give or not. Thanks so much for listening. So welcome Mishka to the podcast. I'm happy to connect with you today. Hey, thanks so much Sarah, for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. So why don't we start with you giving a little bit of your background? Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's that's a very good question because it changes. I'm a very multi-passionate person, so but I'm doing many things. But many, many, I would say that I'll just be honest with you. One of the best things I've ever created, I think, is the business that I run with my brother. Because uh, it's something one of a kind thing that I haven't seen anyone doing. It's called Happy Autism. As I'm a founder of this business, and my business partner and my best friend is my autistic and nonverbal brother, Samko, who I may, you know, inspires me on every day. And I wanted to create something together as siblings because I really love him so much. And when I was a kid, I was more a caregiver um, since I was nine. 
and we didn't have that much play time then later but as he grew and he the behavior change in the relationship healed and changed now we enjoy doing things so much together that he's so excited and to see his joy just fulfills me so much so i'm like yeah let's do cool stuff and he's an amazing artist so we try to inspire uh hold the world and show them what artsy people are able to achieve because my brother is non-verbal and he's a creative director of business so you know he's making decisions and i'm putting him in a position when i listen to his voice and i also show the world that how to listen to the voice even of non-verbal or artistic people so it's beautiful that was to say that that's what the main thing that i'm doing and also i do inner child healing and coaching because that goes hand in hand with what was unlocked through the relationship with my brother and what helped us heal and have such a beautiful relationship as siblings that's great so he does a lot of the creative work for your business and then you kind of do the business side and it's like a partnership yes yes exactly he has multiple streams of income that you know let's say that he's a millionaire or something <laughs> it's more <laughs> of a like <laughs> maybe one day that would be cool uh autistic millionaire would love it um uh, like elon musk but <laughs> but you know so far it's mostly about to teach him uh the act of service and how he can actually serve this world and with his gifts and how he can get compensation for that that he then can be have some independence and also so he creates art um with his hands with his bare hands it's a very special kind of thing he really actually puts his touch into it and it's very very special it's beautiful um he's a pro in colors that's why i call him so when we then and then i created hoodies and t-shirts and the whole collection merch from this art um and even we got into hands of Ben Affleck, who loved it because he played an autistic character. So he got it as a gift from us, which is lovely because my brother was so excited to see someone else like be like having this reaction to his art. He loves seeing people have this reaction. He can see those nonverbal signs of like emotion. You know, he can read it. He can feel it. So he loves seeing people happy wearing his art and, and he just loves that connection with people. So I included him in things like promotion marketing sending thank you messages to people for video like and he he just says all of that is part of i would say almost every single step away obviously the things that i have to do in terms of like business and planning and strategy all of that he's not fond of that but he's making choices like which colors of the hoodies he chose the whole collection everything has to go through his his approval so he has to uh, show me and communicate to me that he loves it because if he doesn't, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. fulfilling me. So yeah. That's great. And so this is called Happy Autism? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's wonderful. And so can people just order hoodies and some of the merchandise online? Yes, yes. We have a website, but also like every, all the links are basically on our Instagram. When you see, watch our Instagram, that's the main platform we connect and create community. Um, because my our the thing behind this collection is to really have his voice heard and have him seen because autism is invisible disability right and mm-hmm. many people have and even in media right yeah so ben affleck yes played his character which was i like that in the beginning of the story of this movie the accountant was shown autism in his kind of more realness and the struggles but obviously it's a hollywood right the hollywood shows stereotypes shows just certain things so we wanted to show, and I wanted him to be seen authentically the way he is, which was also scary for me because I, we face a lot of judgment and bullying and all of that, you know. I faced bullying as a child, so I was trying to like protect him from the pain. And when I saw everyone judging him and staring at him constantly or like, you know, not understanding autism, it was very painful for me. So I tried to protect him from that. But then at the same time, I realized, okay, well, I cannot be angry. I can only educate the world. I can be the advocate. I can show people the unknown that are scared of. That's why they're reacting this way. So I can have compassion for them, but also show them, hey, this is autism. This is also autism. It doesn't have to be this way. This is his way of expressing, and this is his autism. So, you know, that's what we want to show. And that's why he's like, everyone loves him on stories, on our videos together. We have even documentary that I filmed because my background is filmmaking, which I still do, and photography and all that. So visual storytelling is my, you know, uh, passion. 
And we did a documentary together and he was so happy because he was even part of the editing process. He saw like how I'm putting all the story together and and people could see how we communicate, which is one of the big things because people don't understand like how can you run a business with someone that's vulnerable? Like how does he, he doesn't understand. I'm like, well, he does. Because I communicated to him, first of all, my mindset is like, I had to work on my mindset that where I was limiting him, you know, I was limiting him in ways that I was like, oh, I'm putting like limit on your abilities. Um, the same way that the society is putting limits on abilities of people, um, especially that they have disabilities and they position them in a way, let's stereotype them. And I was like, let's break out of this. What if you can and are able to do more things than I thought? And he always surprises us. Like more we allow him to surprise us positively and give him space to showcase what he's able to achieve in his life. Um, then we create this environment where he feels supported, like truly, because he says highly sensitive, so he understands. If behind my words is a true encouragement or there's a fear behind it. So that's why I also teach parents um, and, and teachers also watch us because they're like, whoa, um, I'm bringing my own perspective, but also I'm bringing different kinds of teachings that helped us throughout this because we didn't have access to therapies that are that parents have now, which I feel it's it has positives in it, and it has obviously negatives because there were maybe two schools in the whole country or three schools max in, in for 5.5 million because we're from Slovakia, Central Europe, so we didn't have access to anything. Uh, really, it was very 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 tough. But that's why I was like, okay, how can I bring more resources? How can I look for other resources and somewhere else? So I was digging deep into studies from psychology to to somatic work, to trauma work, inner child work, environment, subconscious, emotions, nonverbal communication, like you name it. And I've probably read about it or like studied it or did certificate of course or anything about it, right? So we were trying everything and um, I'm such a Sherlock. I love digging deeper and finding why and finding ways of purchase solutions, like for problems. So, yeah, and I found multiple solutions, and and now we're sharing that I'm showing them to people because I really want to other parents to see that, hey, there's a way. Like it doesn't have to cost you like 50 grand a year, or <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and you don't have to spend 40 hours a week with your child to achieve certain things. Like you are the greatest teacher and the most important person and biggest influence in your child's life, the parent, mm -hmm. um, especially mothers, because, you know, you, you share like in the one environment with the child for nine months in the womb and in the body. So the child feels what mother feels. And then after like first 18 months also through the psychology is like the child actually feels that this kind of anti-symbiosis, basically it feels that it's a one entity with mother. So it doesn't understand that it's separate being or separate human. So those things are very powerful. And mothers sometimes when I tell them those things that the first seven years are like the most influential for the psychology and behavior and, and development of a child, of a brain, of a nervous system, they sometimes are scared like, oh my God, like all these things that we did wrong. And I tell them, it's okay. We didn't know about these things for many years and we really started digging deeper into this when some co was teenager because my parents divorced and i kind of like was like i wanted to help my mom so much because she was heartbroken and i was like how can i like this is all of me now so that's how i felt so that's where i realized okay that's where things started shifting so it was when some was maybe 12 or 13 like big changes started happening, positive ones. So there's always a way, and I don't think there's, I don't feel that it's ever late. So, so that's why I just would love to tell all the moms or, or the parents, like, it's all good. <laughs> You're at the right timing. <laughs> yeah, that there's never a bad time, kind of for building that connection and and working yeah. on that. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, so. Through Happy Autism, then you also do some coaching as well, like in terms of giving, um, I guess, advice or coaching to parents that are looking for this kind of um, information. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. So so I do have a certificate in, in life coaching, but 
you know, like when people say it's like life coaching, they're like, oh, everybody can be a life coach, you know, like <laughs> I heard such responses. But the thing is, you know, the thing is that my approach is the gift that I have is the inner child work. And right. it's also because I'm highly empathetic and highly sensitive. So I can understand like I, I you know my brother like I believe that those kids were in me already but also were more unlocked um through the relationship with my brother because I as a child really wanted to understand him like I wanted to understand his world I wanted him I wanted to have a, con a connection and like I wanted to talk to him somehow so I was like I want to know like what you're thinking like wh wh what's your world like what what why why are you behaving like this why are you crying? Why you're having meltdowns? Why are you beating me? Like, what causes you so much pain? Like, I want to help you. I want you to be happy. And that's why it's our business is called Happy Because I wanted my mom and my brother to be happy. Like, that was mm -hmm. the key. Yeah. So, I started oh, digging deep. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah I love no, it. <laughs> and you, yeah, you found some amazing ways. And I think it's, yeah, it's super inspiring. Um and and really cool. Like I've seen some of the the hoodies and stuff online, and it's it's they're really awesome. So it's that's a great way to kind of create income, but then also that bond, and it's such a such a great idea. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about your trauma informed coaching and the inner mm -hmm. child healing work that you are doing as well. Yeah. So I know these might be kind of new concepts for people. I wondered mm -hmm. if you can explain them, and then also why doing this type of um healing is so important yeah so yeah yeah it might be like something newer and but a few of the concepts that are there are connected to things that always have been there because the thing is what i was taught at even high school is that psychology you know through the psychology classes that the environment shapes who we are and it's even more influential I mean, in some cases, then DNA. So we have us the genetics. So, but what I do, you know, that environment is what it means environment. Well, environment means parents and means our primary caregivers. So these primary caregivers, um, whether they're parents or even grandparents can play a very important role in our lives. They have certain upbringing. So they were like showing us as babies. So let's say the inner child is like the part within ourselves that you know it's a wiring like i always tell people like to imagine this as like our brain is a computer like let's say imagine that our brain is a computer and now um throughout the first seven years even in when the child is in a womb it's like like a sponge it's like all these programs aka thoughts are being programmed and installed into this operating system then then you know through which we operate as humans so it affects our behavior why certain things trigger us why we react to certain in certain situations the way we react and those are also like um the trauma informed work means that trauma is actually like how our body reacts to certain situation experience right so yeah, trauma can be even that when a baby for example if you when you were a baby and your mother was not giving not fulfilling certain needs that you had as a child for example one of the most important needs that we the whole world has apparently like it abandonment wound is from is the presence um and parents if they are have like mother is if she's busy and she's got so many things to do on the to-do list right because parenting is the hardest work and hardest job ever so mother has so many things to do and the child wants attention and wants some needs to try to say something. So it starts crying and his mom, she's not responding to that need to be, to be seen, to be heard, to be all the presence for the affection, whatever that is, you know, it's not responding because she's taking care of other things to take care of this child. Like, so she's probably on the cooking meal or whatever she's doing and she's not responding to this need that the child will create a trauma from this, will create a pain and wound and will feel like, okay, I'm not worthy of attention. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of this and this. So then the child still start learning different coping mechanisms and so ways to get that love and to get those needs met, um, get that emotional supply. Um, so that's how we learn how to, 
how to be loved through as we were babies, literally. So if I could explain it this way, this is probably like this is way and those programs, those ways, how we get this love, how we get those needs met that are emotional needs, physical needs, right? So we learn that and then we carry this into relationships and we repeat the same patterns that we learned as children. Because okay. if we think that this is a story, that this story we replay over and over again. So you can literally see that something can remind you from your childhood that, oh my God, I remember that, you, for example, if someone criticizes you and if any parent was critical um, and then someone criticizes you, you just have huge resentment towards it or anger or you hate it or you literally have emotional reaction to this because your body remembers that emotion that it caused you as a child. It, stay, it stays with you in the body. It's literally in physical reaction. So that's why trauma infra work means that it's connection to body and emotions, not just mental, because all this thoughts, like the brain, he, it, um, it activates those things. So we have emotional reaction to things. We have physical reactions. So you can have body pains. So when I do this work with my, my clients and I work mostly with women, um because i understand the body as well in terms of like the you know an emotional side and brain and all that what happens is that they have certain the self-feeling we start talking about certain things and we go deeper into the part of brain and listening so they start listening to those thoughts and are and they start connecting that to certain scenarios i like scenes from a movie and they're still feeling that emotion again or pain so for example one of my uh clients she's actually pregnant and it's wonderful because she started having like certain pains in her womb and still feel sick. And then we were looking at why she's feeling and what is causing that. And then she said that it completely disappeared. Like after we did the session, because it was connected is to some scenario from her childhood, connected to responsibilities, for example, that she had to take care of herself as a child because parents abandoned her in this way. And she, was now carrying another big responsibility, which is a baby in her womb. So it started activating certain fears and pains and resistance. So we cleared that through breathing exercises, through somatic experience, through connection to work, and to bring in that awareness. It's always like the key to bring that to awareness, to realize, oh, what does this remind me of? Why am I reacting this way? Like I always ask why. Like that is the number one question I always ask is why? Who does this remind me of? This person? Why does this trigger me? And why do I feel this way? Right? So does so it make by, sense? Yeah. So by identifying it and understanding the connection, you can kind of clear it. Is that yes. how it works? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And then it's you mentioned emotional release. Okay. And so even like through breathing exercises and things like that, but you have mm -hmm. to kind of know first what it is that's coming up for you. Mm -hmm. yes, yeah. I think yes. it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we do hold so much from our childhood, different things. And then, yeah, you can totally see that then those would start playing out um, in different ways, like whether it's at work or in your relationship and, and things like that. Right. So um, mm -hmm. I think that's really powerful. So I guess beyond breathing, um, are there other tools that you're using in this type of healing? Or maybe do you want to give um, kind of an example of, of some of the breathing exercises that you would maybe be doing? Sure. So there are like the thing for breathing is to bring presence to body because uh, there are multiple trauma responses. Even procrastination is a trauma response because they're trying to avoid certain things, <laughs> which is, I am very good at this sometimes. Mm -hmm. so I can yeah. already identify this, but uh, because it's just like, oh, so much responsibility. It's like, it's heavy, right? So yes, my body's yes. just feeling like, oh, God, oh, it's overwhelming. Like all this, mm -hmm. you feel overwhelmed. That's also like that something you're carrying, even from your parents and as children, we were carrying even problems and, and that emotions from our parents. So there is like also generational clearing. So you actually realize that many thoughts and feelings and emotions that you feel and their behaviors are not yours, are not even maybe your mother's, can be from your great grandma. This is what I realized in my family lineage that I've repeated the behavior of my great grandma, that my great grandma was 
took on and then she taught my mom and my mom taught me oh, so wow. it's like you can literally like break free from these things when you bring that awareness because when you bring that awareness you bring the change so many times when people like to do this work it's also be like okay so where to start right it's like if you imagine it's like oh my god so who whose trauma am i carrying actually it can be like our realm but um the thing that i always start with is like okay what so start start breathing into your body put your hands on the on the body part that you feel some tension some resistance some emotion something you feel something there and when you put your hands on this place and start deeply breathing but when you bring out make a sound and some women have resistance to this and so when i do sessions i'm like encouraging to do this the reason why because many women have and i had this as well have like trauma from speaking up so not using our voice to say yes to say no to to speak our needs we sacrifice ourselves for the sake of others for family and so on so to use our voice it's actually inactivating it it's healing and recovering from the trauma so that's why also breathing out and making sound it's it's how we release that also so it might sound really weird and and be like that but you literally like breathing just by like <sighs> i also when you do this you relax your shoulders you relax more in your body and you're more present in your body and the reason why it's important to be present in our body is because trauma many times causes the fact that as children we we do this escaping like we escape to different modalities different things we escape because we don't want to see things we don't want to face those emotions so we humans do that like go on a phone scroll instagram go on netflix we all have different types of escapism um but when we are actually present with ourselves we show sure, we don't abandon ourselves we don't abandon those parts that want to be heard and seen so this is really really beautiful and deep work and the reason why i do inner child work is because we go to the root you go to the core to the source of that pain and when you release it you you actually you don't do surface stuff you go to the dose to those roots and you dig it out and you can blossom as a flower then because the soil is healthy that makes sense. And so how does someone know then if they need this work? Is there like are they maybe facing pain or they're facing, you know, a mental mm-hmm. block or possibly is it anxiety, depression? Like what are some of the the ways that you would know like, ooh, this is something that could really Mhm. Everything that you mentioned uh, really cuz this work literally saved my life um <laughs> on multiple occasions because i had some really deeply rooted things from being being a sibling to someone with special needs because i had you know i kind of like uh became and i spoke to many other sisters i call them special needs sisters right to about this the adults and we realized we face the same things but it's not just me it's it's my some of my clients they literally we have the same thing that is taking on the responsibility of adults from early childhood or teenage years. So when we have to grow up quickly, that trauma can be even like most most basically all the women that I work and all the clients that are drawn to me and this kind of work are those that are like okay, so I had to grow up quickly or there certain things happened in my childhood that really affected me. So what happens is but there are obviously like other ways of doing this. Any other person can do this. Like it can be for everyone. But what are the things are like burnout? right if you face burnout if you keep having emotional burnout or mental exhaustion um anxieties depression yes trauma responses and there are there are symptoms that are telling you something fatigues emotional and mental as exhaustion as i said certain pains in the body you know like mm, like i we also did healing of my client she literally released the pain from her shoulders and uh, in the back that she had for years she's like she was like after one session i was like shocked too i was actually shocked as well and she was like i have i i i'm like what <laughs> what happened like how come like i tried massages i tried things mm-hmm. but it was emotional right so that emotion was stuck in those 
was co-creating that pain because it's emotional, it's mental. It's like mind, body, and soul, and whole. It's a whole beautiful complex system. It's all connected. So it's not just physical. It always has a reason. All the illnesses. Um, so so it's really really beautifully connected. So there are multiple multiple things that can be uh, healed from this. And also like high stresses when when you get triggered emotionally. Like you know like when you when someone triggers you. And you have this reaction that you feel like maybe you could say that you could overreacting in a way. It's mm-hmm. it's triggering that pain. It's triggering that wound and that need that needs to be fulfilled. So yeah, that there's kind of something else behind maybe a reaction. Yeah, you're right. Like you do see that at times in your own life. So that's really helpful to kind of understand when you know when to be seeking out this type of help say you know even somebody that is going through like a traditional therapy route like maybe this is kind of something mm-hmm. you could add on definitely yeah yes okay. because it's somatic so so that's what that's why it's wonderful because um you know i've been to a traditional psychotherapy and mm-hmm. it didn't have effect on me that i was craving I'm not saying it's like I'm not like you know shining by light or nothing, nothing like that. But even when I look at other trauma informed coaches or practitioners that do this work, and that I'm learning from, and all of that, it's the the reason why it's a great add-on is because it's somatic. It's connecting body to this. It's it's literally bringing body into. It's not just in mind, but it's the full on work. It's full of like emotional healing mm-hmm. it's a it's it's a body healing and it's so it's physical and it's mental so it's all together um and we many times are disconnected in the society from our bodies right we even mm-hmm. have this like um um yeah because it's 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 you know we don't want to face um those problems head on and many and and, and this literally changed the relationship in our family and the reason why i'm teaching that to moms is because my brother started changing his behavior so much. Like he doesn't have meltdowns. He is very, very um, communicative, um, and he takes initiative, which he didn't do in the past. Um, and also, his independence grew exponentially. It was just mind blowing for us, to be honest. Like so many times, it's so mind blowing. Uh, he's calmer because he, he he took on. He didn't know how to. Uh, navigate you know and how to handle like his senses are so heightened and mm-hmm. he's so so highly sensitive so if he felt stress um or nervousity or if my mom had uh, the reaction of anger frustration stress because she was care taking care of everyone and everything all the time and never taking care of herself you know she would have these reactions and then he would feel like she could even raise her voice and for example, he's sensitive to that so much. Like he's very sensitive if someone raises the voice because nonverbal communication is like, you know, it's how you use your voice, the tonality, what's the energy, the emotion behind those words. That's what he's, they really listen to. So if they don't have um, eye contact, they listen to this and it comes on them like a sponge and he doesn't know what to do this with, with this, right? He doesn't know how to navigate that. Uh, and I understand this because I'm highly empathetic, highly sensitive as well. So if someone, with my mom, she's feeling sad, I'm feeling sad immediately as well. <laughs> yeah. so, so I was like, I take on this so much as well. So that's why I, I had to learn like really how to navigate, not just my emotions, but how to disconnect from people's emotions and how to connect with people's emotions. So I'm protecting myself. And so I was teaching that as well. But the most important thing was like navigating my own inner world um so i'm not affecting my brother badly or negatively and it really really it makes a huge change so i feel that parents are especially children like that's even more important because the the job that you're doing as a parent is the hardest job ever and it's if it's, it's a for a lifetime it's it's not you know, mm-hmm. for 18 years and then your child or leaves or for 16 years and your child leaves her and home is independent, it's whatever, you know, like you still are a parent, but it's a completely different story here. So yeah. I really wanted my mom to be healthy. I really wanted to be healthy because sometimes I felt like I'm eight year old grandma in a young body because um, there's just so much that I was carrying on and she mm-hmm. was as well. So 
so yeah, so the, our life really, really changed, but it's not perfect, obviously. We always have to talk about this. We have honest conversations. We start opening up those things. She knows how to navigate her own needs and she's way more aware. She can recognize those patterns. And um, we talk about this. It's like, oh yeah, here we go. The pattern, the same old, let's immediately change this <laughs> by, by changing our behavior and reaction and, and taking action that is different, that's healthy, um, that is not sacrificial, that it's not, you know, um, you know, just with putting it, I mean, you need to take care of our own needs first to fill that cup. It sounds like a cliche that everyone says, but it's from those mental and emotional, physical health is really, really that thing. And especially for, especially parents. So that's why I'm doing this and that's why I'm sharing this. No, that makes sense. And you're right. I know a lot of people talk that cliche, but it's really hard to actually do, especially when you do have mm -hmm. a child that, you know, is requiring um, a lot of attention or maybe appointments and, um, you know, a different way than, than maybe traditionally people are um, in terms of lifestyle and, and all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot harder to put it into practice. So you're right. I think this help is really good. So have you read my novel Pendulum by S.E. German yet? If not, what are you waiting for? And if you have, I would love to hear from you. If you don't know about Pendulum, it's a heartwarming story about a young boy who starts to experience neuropsychiatric symptoms after an infection. We follow the boy as he goes through many regular, real middle grade issues like moving, having a crush, playing sports, also while experiencing neuropsychiatric symptoms like anxiety, OCD, tics, panic attacks, and more. If you're interested in checking out Pendulum by S.E. German, it is available through Amazon Worldwide where you can even see a preview of the book or you can listen to chapter one, which is on episode 64 of the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. I hope you enjoy the novel and thanks for your support. Basically, what you guys found, like you and your mom, is by going through this work, it got you to be able to kind of reach into your emotions and know your triggers, know yourself. So, and then that in turn really helped your brother. Is that yes. what I'm getting? Yes. yes. Okay. 100%. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I can totally see that. I mean, kids are very sensitive too. Um, and so I think, yeah, this sounds like something that would be really helpful to any parent, but I totally agree. Like anybody who's um, got children that are special needs, um, it definitely would be really helpful. And then you're right, it kind of works in another cliche, which is that self-care piece, right? That, mm -hmm. you know, you have to take take that time for yourself. So um, are there any other tools or even advice that you maybe have for our listeners that, you know, either touching on autism or touching on your um, trauma-informed and inner child healing coaching that you want to pass along at this point? Yeah, definitely. There is um, one tool that I created that it's for free and we have it on our website. Uh, happyautism.co slash needs um, and it's a little journal workbook that well little there for you it's not too long but it takes sometimes like good maybe half an hour maybe um, mm -hmm. but it's really goes deep I wanted to create something that I use with my clients but also that I use myself um, it's not something that I just took, you know, I don't know where it's based on the work of my favorite marriage, uh, therapist, uh, and relationship therapist that have been doing this work for like, I don't know, like 30 years or so, even more, um, Harville, uh, Hendricks and his wife, Helen, who are absolutely just the best in the, probably in the world. And they're just amazing. When you look at them, their relationship. They've done so much work and they do incredible work in this uh, in this world. So I always try to learn from the top best experts. And what I did, they do this for couples and I created this for mothers and siblings, especially as parents. So I created it's kind of my own take on this. Um, so because it's about navigating our needs 
our inner child needs and how to then communicate it because two there are two parts always to this three actually there's the first part which is bringing awareness to our needs and knowing what our parents could not provide for us because their own needs were also not fulfilled and mm -hmm. they were not perfect right no parent is perfect and it's absolutely okay so i always tell moms that when they feel mom guilt or siblings as also they feel the guilt as well very big one i always tell them mm -hmm. it's okay you know it's you're not supposed to be perfect you, you nobody wants you to be perfect and if if you have expectations to be perfect that is not realistic expectation from a human um even in this world especially when everything there have so many filters and like so many things like literally no one is perfect uh, and 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 in my in my work i because i worked in media i worked with celebrities and so on and they are people that have a lot of problems in securities as well even if their life looks perfect on instagram so um mm -hmm. that's actually how i got into this work because people like that start sharing their deep deep uh, stories with me as they're opening up and seeking help i was like oh my god I have probably some gifts that people like that talk to me <laughs> and yeah, yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. It's really strange. It was really strange. So <laughs> how I got this into work, I was like, okay, well, something is God, universe is trying to tell me something. So, <laughs> so yeah, so this, this uh, workbook is wonderful. And it's like not bringing only awareness to yourself, how you can, it's called reparenting. How can you provide those needs for yourself that parents didn't provide for you? So how to make sure that you're feeling her seen, acknowledged, uh, appreciated and loved. So it's it's filling that cup from, from inside, but also that the second part is how to communicate it with people in your life. Because yes, we are taught like we should be independent, we should not seek, you know, uh, validation or love from other people and we should give it to ourselves and self-love first and all these things. But actually we humans are interdependent. We you know, someone had to, you know, grow the food that we're eating. Someone did those things, right? We're using internet. Someone created that internet. So if you look at it just from this perspective, you see that we are human beings that are emotionally connected and we need each other. Mm -hmm. um, and and we need to, the biggest problem, I feel, it's the communication, right? So knowing how to communicate that, it will actually help you um, navigate even conflicts and avoid certain conflicts. Because in conflicts, what happens is that it's, it's basically conflict between a true hurt, unfulfilled inner children that are many times that are trying to be seen and heard. There's a deeper issue happening. It's not just like, oh, you didn't clean the dishes. It's like, oh, you're not paying attention to me. You're not listening to my needs. So it's something much, much deeper. And that's what fascinates me because I can see it in a relationship with my mom. And when we started identifying those things, I immediately know what she wants through her behavior, through the way how she speaks. And the same for my brother. Like I know exactly what he wants and needs because I start seeing that, right? Um, more you see yourself and more you're aware of these things, more you will see other people and more you will understand them. And that's where you can forgive from a deeper place, which is compassion. Like you see that, oh, there are hurt in a child. And even doesn't mean that doesn't apologize for their behavior or it's not okay. You know, you, you need to speak up about things that are not okay. Those those needs are those things. It's like if you if you if you really want something, you will know how to communicate that without blaming other people, but honestly just be honest with yourself and others. So that guide is is really, really helpful. And um again it's happyautism.co slash needs and it's for free. Um and yeah and you can get it and start working on it. Or if you need help with it, you can just message me and ask, but it's wonderful. And my clients love it as well, so that's great. <laughs> that sounds great. And yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I think it sounds like a really interesting workbook for sure. Um, and so a lot of the coaching work that you do, is that kind of, is it done online? Like, is it something that you're, or does it need to be done in person? Oh no, everything I do is online. Um, okay. I, I did, yes, I have online sessions. I do them for Zoom, and which is okay. great why I do that for Zoom is also because my clients love to have it recorded because oh, then okay. they can watch it back and it's just theirs, you know? So there's all full confidentiality and it's mm -hmm. basically, it's just belonging of theirs and they, and they watch it back because they go into beautiful places and they have these aha moments. Like, oh my God. 
And sometimes, even those things that could be traumatic experience for them, then sometimes they're like, start laughing at this, uh, at the kind of like release of joy, because they have sometimes emotional reaction of joy. So it's not like heavy and crying, all of that. Because I, 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 it's like um, watching the movie of your life. Really, it's it's mm-hmm. really really beautiful, and we go through this kind of guide them through the kind of meditation to connect with those parts. Um, it's really really wonderful, and it's beautiful, and it's I think one of the most beautiful work that I've ever seen and experienced of myself. Because I experienced it on myself first, and for mm-hmm. years I've been doing it, and then I started doing it with other people. So. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, it sounds great. And so how can listeners find out more about you? Is it, um, I know you mentioned your website. Um, what about mm-hmm. social media? And then I think you have your own podcast as well. Yes, 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 yes. We do have podcasts. Uh, we have a little hiatus now right now. Uh, so a little break, but uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that I talk about. It's obviously I talk a lot about special needs, sibling relationship, all about mindsets, about our business, but also a lot about um, the trauma and mindsets and how to heal relationships because that was my purpose with our podcast. It's called Happy Austin Podcast. Um, and you can search it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can see there. Um, I think we have seven or eight episodes out. And and then, yeah, and I put all, a lot of value in there. We have a documentary out. And the work that I do and I talk about is on our Instagram. You can definitely connect with me. I was so happy because I love talking to people um, and connecting. So our Instagram is Happy Autism. And when you click on our link in bio, you will see uh, it's called happyautism.co slash menu. Our little menu is like where we have everything. It's like kind of like a little tree of things that I put together. So you have links to uh everything to my brother's work to my work to our resources to freebies to podcast all the resources you can dive deep and get that super straight away um and obviously i have links to book sessions if you'd be interested in as well everything's there so this is a little corner uh, mishka's and Sanko's corner <laughs> very cool no that's great and so I'm sure people are going to want to check out the workbook and then the podcast and all of your offerings as well on um, inner child healing and trauma-informed coaching. So I honestly, I just want to say I love so much what you're doing. I totally agree. Um, It can be really challenging for siblings um, of children with special needs or as they become adults as well. And so I think focusing in on this area um, and the relationship that you guys have created and the business it's just it's so wonderful to see something really positive coming out of here and um i just yeah i'm really excited for you and the work that you're doing thank you very much yeah it's it's a kind of purpose so i i feel it this way that you know everything happens for a reason it's not a cliche thing but i really try to look at this this from this perspective um because then you see deeper why behind those things and you can find solutions and you can see that you're not alone in this. And that's why I want to tell parents you're not alone in this, even though you, it's, it's sometimes so difficult. Um, you're not alone. And our inbox is always open. Um, and I love that because whether you are on autism journey or not, like even since some parents are not, you know, on autism journey, there are people that actually have nothing to connect with autism, but follow us because they can relate to the stories that we share mm-hmm. and, and, and they don't, they feel seen and heard and not alone in this. So yes, we're op- always open. Our inbox is always open and we're always full of compassion, love and, and yeah, open space that is safe. Great. So I will link up in the show notes to um, all of these spots so that people can click around and check you out. Thank you so much for your time this morning and for sharing your story and everything that you're up to. Thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure to have a beautiful conversation with you. And I'm wishing your listeners all the best and a lot of health and and happiness. (laughs) And you as well. Are you interested in having a published author speak in your classroom or at your community event? I'd be interested in speaking about my new novel, Pendulum by S.E. German, the writing process, mental health, Panda's Pans, podcasting, and more. Contact me at reallifeprojectco at gmail.com for both in-person and online bookings.
So I hope that you enjoyed that conversation and that you will check out some of the tools that Mishka talked about. So if you go to her Instagram, it's at happy autism. It takes you to like a link tree page where you can check out the freebie that she talked about um, and really dig into some more of her work. You can also check out some of the images that she referred to on some of the clothing that were designed by her brother and and really see some of the great work that she's doing in in the flesh, I guess, on Instagram, in the images, I guess is more appropriate. So I hope that this has been helpful, that it maybe has given you a little bit of inspiration about where you can really change approach to things and um, and some, some more work that you can do on your own and with the coaching of someone like Mishka. So I guess I hope that everybody's having a good start to the year. I know in Ontario, it's been a bit of a challenging start in Canada here with um, further restrictions around coronavirus. And I know that worldwide, things are in all different places. So I just hope that everyone is taking care of themselves, is kind of finding, if they can, that refreshing start to the new year that we often like to get into. I know everybody likes to make New Year's resolutions, or some people do anyway. And um, I've seen a lot of people on the Peloton screen who seem like they're back and they're moving and that's always great. Um, I'm really trying to temper myself a little bit. So I picked up spinning in December when I got my bike and then actually my treadmill just got fixed this week. So I am excited to get moving on that and, and I'm just kind of bringing the two together, but I'm trying to give my body time to catch up. So, you know, I'm taking a bit of a tempered approach so that I don't end up injured and uh, and then not able to do all the exciting uh, workouts that I really want to do. So I hope everyone is taking care of themselves and um, enjoying enjoying this time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.